Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you... The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, you got Daryl rolling his solo. Man, it's a whole lot going on in the world of sports. You know, the NBA Finals are going on. The NHL Finals are going on. MLB is in its prime right now. Summertime is here. A lot of baseball is going on. And Tiger Woods is back. I'm telling you, man, this dude is back. Let's, let's, don't, let's don't get it twisted. Tiger Woods is back. You know, and, you know, when you well, some people will say, well, Daryl, you know, um, he played in the Memorial Tournament yesterday. He was tied for, tied for I think, 23rd. But Tiger Woods is back. And I say that because I think on the, um, might have been the 17th hole, 16th or 17th hole, Tiger Woods was, um, was 11 under. And I'm going to tell you a little story about golfers. A lot of these guys, when they are 11 under or they're in a, in what we call a solid um, fourth place, or maybe even and, and eleven under in that tournament was eighth place, but a solid eighth place. You know, you you're gonna you're gonna really take a chance on holding on to that eighth place money. Well, it's some guys like Tiger Woods. He doesn't care about the money. So when he broke out the drive on on I think it was the seventeenth hole when he was down by. Uh, four shots. Hey, he was he was out for for blood. He was going for for he was going for the gusto. He was trying to win, you know. And you can't you can't fault a man for for trying to win. When I saw him break out that that um that driveway on the seventeenth hole, I was like, wow. Um, this man is. It's almost like in a football game when it's twenty one fourteen. And you got to have a touchdown with two minutes left to go in the game. You know, you start throwing some long passes that 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 are not really in your in your game plan. 
And I don't think that I don't think that driver on the 17th hole was in his game plan because he hit it over the trees into into the woods. As a matter of fact, he didn't even go look for that ball. Tiger Woods just teed up again and hit another a beautiful shot, the shot he was trying to hit the first time in that in the tournament on the 17th hole, but uh, it didn't work out for him and he lost a shot. Um, ended up um, Tiger ended up I think nine under. Um, so and apparently he he lost two shots when the, from the seventeenth uh, hole going in, and I say he's back because uh, he missed a lot of birdies on on Sunday, and he missed and he missed quite a few birdies throughout this tournament, and 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 you know and that's that's one of the things that when when people think about Tiger Woods, we think about one of the things we we. We remember the most is his putting skills. You know, his driving and his his um, staying on the green accuracy has always been phenomenal, but his putting has just been superb. You know, we 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 always envision him on the green, fist pumping and making these long putts. So I think that part of his game is definitely going to come around because the, the the other parts of his game have definitely come around. And, and let's don't take anything away from um, um, Brian DeChambeau, who won this tournament with a 15-under. And at one point, I think Brian was 17-under. Um, but he won this, and they had a tie, a uh, three-way tie, and Brian DeChambeau ended up winning the, winning the tiebreaker. But we see all of that to say, Tiger Woods back, baby. Tiger Woods is back. And... It's, it's, it's still phenomenal to me to see Tiger Woods play, and it's literally like 5,000 people around him. You know, it's almost like you're at a college basketball game. It's 5,000 people walking with him. And I can only imagine, if, if you're not Tiger Woods, how difficult that has to be to play with this guy when so many people um, come to see him play. And if you didn't see um, Tiger Woods shot on Saturday that everyone is talking about, um, look it up on the internet. And that's all you got to do is say Tiger Woods Saturday shot, and it will come up. And it was Tiger Tiger Woods made an eagle where he hit the ball ahead of the hole, and actually it spent back and went in the hole. So I'm just saying. I mean, this 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 dude is back, man. He, he, we he we've um we've been critical of him for for so long, and now we have to say, you know, um, he's back. Yep. So I I'm uh, I'm I think his you know it's, he he's he's really back. A lot of us have to have to maybe even give in to him a little bit or bow down to him a little bit or say we sorry for counting you out or maybe even maybe even say um tiger um we didn't really mean what we were thinking when we thought you were gone and and disappeared and you know and a lot of people you know we we've been saying this for a while will he ever win another major championship I'm not so sure it's going to be this year, but I think if he if he plays at the rate he's playing, um, where he's not playing in every tournament, he he picks and chooses 
what tournament he wants to play in. He played in that Arnold Palmer tournament, played in the Jack Nicholas tournament, you know. Um, he played in the Masters. Uh, so, you know, we've seen him like three times this year. And most of these guys, we see them every week, at least every other week. But Tiger Woods, we've seen three times this, this, this golf season. So I think if he plays at the rate he's playing, where he's not he's not in a in a big hurry to to do anything, he's not uh, having to. I, doesn't appear now as though he has all of these sponsors that he has to uh, fulfill. You know, and and Tiger Woods lost some sponsors at one point in his career, and um, maybe that was a good thing for him too. Yeah, losing money is never good, but maybe it was a good thing because it gave him a chance to really, really get himself together and heal up and um, and be ready to go. You know, um, um, this coach Casey, you know, uh, Dwayne Casey, you know, Toronto fired Dwayne Casey, and uh, some people say, hey, you know. He deserved to be fired, Daryl. He got, got beaten in the playoffs the last two years in a row by the same team. Um, Dwayne Casey needed to be fired. Well, it's a lot of vacancies in the NBA, uh, a lot of jobs available. And, um, you know, the, um, the Pistons look like they're going to pick up Dwayne Casey. I think that would be a real good fit um, for the Pistons. I, I, I just I really do um, – and the Pistons got a real young team. Um, Dwayne Case is a real energetic guy, and he's not a real uh, screaming yeller. You know, a lot of these guys are screamers and yellers, and they don't they don't really understand the uh, ins and outs of what goes on in these millennials' mind um, today. But I really think that um, Dwayne Case he's going to make a good coach at um at at Detroit or wherever he lands. Because there's still a couple of vacancies available. Um, uh, the New York Knicks haven't found a head coach yet either. So, you know, and, and you know, <laughs> we talk about this, about these, these coaching vacancies in the NBA. And the NBA draft is this week. You know, and it's, and it's yet to be seen um, what's going to happen in the NBA draft. But, you know, the NBA, the NBA draft is this week. And, um, you know, so, hey, it, what... <laughs> And some of these teams don't even have coaches, and the NBA draft is this week. You know, um, well, I take that back. The NBA draft is June June twenty first. It's this month, and some teams still don't have coaches. And the Detroit Detroit Pistons are considering um, Dwayne Casey as their head coach, and I, I really think that. Um, that he will uh, make a good coach, you know. You know, and we we still have contemplations about guys like John Calipari. You know, will he ever will he ever set foot on an NBA um um court? You know, I'm not so sure. You know, John Calipari is is one of those guys that's I don't know. You know, we we say that because um. Tubby Smith got fired from um, Kentucky, and, um, and John Calipari, if he if he gets maybe AIDS catch up with him, or I don't know, maybe um, some other some other program just starts spending a little bit more money than uh, than Kentucky. I don't know, but there's a possibility that um, 
you know, Kyler Perry may someday leave Kentucky. And if he does, I'd like to see him in an NBA on an NBA in an in an NBA franchise. And um, I'd like to see what his how he could handle um, coaching against players where everybody is about the same caliber of uh, of athlete. You know, and and I just like to see what would happen with that. I'm not so sure what. Um, I'm not so sure if that's going to be um, be the be the dealio if he'll ever leave um, if he'll ever leave Kentucky, you know. But you never know. You just never know. You know, um, we're talking about the NBA um, the NBA Finals. You know, I am really um, pulling for the um, Cleveland Cavaliers. I'd like to see um, LeBron James. Have an, <clears throat> excuse me. Have another championship. I really would. Um, I, 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 not that I don't like um, Steph Curry. I think he's a great player. I like Steph Curry. Um, I just, I never really liked the fact that um, Kevin Durant um, went to a team that had already won a championship to, I guess you could say, better that team. You know, and, I, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with that. I have I, nothing wrong with Kevin Durant going to better that team and win the championship. But Kevin Durant had probably one of the the best sidekicks to ever play with, and when he played at uh, OKC, and um, my and, and I'm talking about Westbrook, and I just didn't understand why he didn't stay there to build something of his own, whether than to go and say, hey. Um, you know, I I like I like Charlie's bike, and I'm gonna go and ride Charlie's bike because you know Charlie got got, got shiny spokes. I just I don't understand that. I just didn't understand that. Maybe that's maybe that's not a good way to good analogy of Kevin Durant with a Charlie's bike, but I, that just kind of you know left me with a bad taste in my mouth. And some people will say, you know, what well, Dale? Hey, LeBron James did the same thing. When he left Cleveland to go and play at Miami with um, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. Now, come on. And they brought Chris Bosh in with um, um, Dwayne Wade and LeBron James. Well, uh, it's still not the same to me. You know, it's, it's just still not the same. Those guys hadn't won a championship um, whereas um, um, the Golden State Warriors had already won a, won a championship. So I think it's a little different. But let's get back to um, – let's get back – let's go back to the game uh, the, the game before last night. I mean, the game on um, May 31st, all right? The game where J.R. Reed gets the rebound after a free throw. J.R. Smith gets the rebound after a free throw. That ties that ties the game. And then a free throw that that was missed that J.R. Smith thought that had won the game. He runs around almost to half court. LeBron James is trying to call timeout. No one's able to call timeout. No one's able to to get an understanding of what was going on with this. 
And how how I'm I'm not gonna call somebody uh, dumb, but how not smart are you to not know the score, not know how much time is in the game, not know your position on the on the court at all time? It bothers me to see people step out of bounds sometime when they're shooting a three pointer. Come on, I understand your feet might be big, but you got to know where you know where you're at on the court at all times. And this guy gets a rebound under the basket, doesn't put it up. He starts dribbling all over the place, and it's just it's it's it made a mockery of this whole situation. And that was one of those games that really that was the game that Cleveland could have stole from um, from the Warriors. I mean, they really had their number that night, and it just didn't work out. And um, it really makes you wonder because, you know, um, at the end of the first quarter on the Thursday, May, um, May 31st game, Cleveland was winning 30 to 29. At halftime, the score was tied. The score was tied at 56 each. At the end of regulation, the score was tied at 107 each. Now, and and <laughs> now that was a game that that Cleveland really could have stole. Now let's fast forward a little bit to what happened in the game on last night, Sunday night, yesterday. Cleveland really, to me, when we when I looked at the game, it really appeared as though. Um, Cleveland was Cleveland was 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 I'm not going to say um, tired physically. They were mentally gassed, and when I and, and when you look at them, they they really were just mentally gassed. I mean, Kevin Love he he struggles on defense from time to time anyway, but he had trouble guarding anybody last night. And hey, J.R. Smith. He's J.R. Smith in this playoffs and throughout the pretty much throughout the entire playoffs. He's missed a lot of shots. And last night was no different. Um, you know, and, and George Hill, he had a few he had a few more shots this week than he did um, this game than he did in the first playoff game. George Smith did go for 15 points and uh, in 34 minutes. But J.R. Smith, five points. Kyle Corver, one point. Larry Nance, one point. Jordan Clarkson, two points. And, and if someone doesn't tell Jordan Clarkson to stop taking threes, step up and shoot a two-point shot every once in a while, man. Step inside the three-point line and shoot a basket. Jordan Clarkson was... Um, <laughs> he was... Had one rebound, one assist, and two points. You just can't win in the playoffs uh, with those kind of numbers. It just doesn't work. Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we get back, we'll talk more about the NBA and a little more about what's happening in the NFL and what else is going on in the world of sports. We'll be right back after these messages. internet flagship station for sports 
Voice America Sports. Get ready for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Want to get inside of the minds of the players and coaches? We'll talk everything sports, but with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. We'll review and preview the week's big games. We'll talk about the draft choices and free agents and go inside the teams for news, recruiting, and what's next from the colleges to the pro teams. It's the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific, on Voice America Sports. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Thunder chickens beware, we're coming for ya. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, it's all about the Spring Gobbler Smackdown, and our panel of pros are out for beards. Joining us is David Blanton of Bill Jordan's Realtree Outdoors and Monster Bucks, outdoor writer M.D. Johnson, and Pete Muller from the National Wild Turkey Federation. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, um, we're talking about the, um, the Cavaliers and and their poor shooting, you know. But you know, you got to give give credit to LeBron James, and I give credit to Kevin Love too. You know, Kevin Love is he's he shot over had over twenty points in every game uh, in the finals, and LeBron hit went for fifty one in the first game, and then last night he had um, he had twenty nine points. So you know. It, <laughs> You can't take anything away from um, LeBron James because he's he's done his part and and some. You know, I heard this comedian say LeBron James played so hard in the in the first game they had, uh, and the one that we had we had a fifty one in the overtime game. Say he played so hard he he had ketchup in his eye. My goodness, <laughs> play every minute of the game, 48 minutes, 51 points. You know, when you got someone on your team playing that hard, man, and not coming off the court for anything, you know he needed a drink of water at one point in the game. Come on, man. And he he, he didn't even come off the court for a drink of water. You know, he, everybody else everybody else took a rest. And, and, and Kevin Love was coming off a concussion on that game. Um, the overtime game on on May thirty first, he played thirty nine minutes, twenty one points. You know, but um, when when you really have role players and guards like 
George Hill, seven points, 30 minutes. J.R. Smith, 38 minutes, 10 points. Um, Kyle Corver, 17 minutes, three points. And, and you know, and you know, I'm just so used to Kyle Corver pulling up at the top of the key and just like buckets, swish every time. Right? I mean, it's just that's just been the nature of his game since since he's been in the league. That's that just hasn't been the case. Um, this year with the Cavaliers, and and I I don't you know I don't know what it is, but that just hasn't been the case this year with the Cavaliers. Now, on the other hand, Draymond Green has played a lot of minutes in these finals, and in, the, in the game on in the overtime game in the finals, forty seven minutes, thirteen points. Kevin Durant, forty six minutes, twenty six points. Steph Curry, 46 minutes, 29 points. Klay Thomas, Thompson, 45 minutes, 24 points. Those are those are the kind of numbers you can win with. When you got four players, you know, um, three of them in the 20s and and one is in in the pretty good teens, those are some numbers you can win with. When you got role players on your team with, uh, with the Cavaliers scoring three and five and one point, that's just not going to cut it. It's just really not not gonna cut it. Yep. Hey, we got Ray on the line. Ray, what's going on? Hey, Daryl. Uh, glad I caught you. Kind of on the run, but the things that you're saying about uh, Cleveland, the role players. I mean, the bench has to do better than that. And that game the other night that they let get by, you get a rebound like that. J.R. Smith has to put that back up. <laughs> He got to put that back up, Ray. If he gets fouled, maybe he goes to the line and make one free throw and win the game. Exactly. You know, come on. At least maybe if if, it, if the ball bounces on the rim, somebody on his team might be able to tap it in. But you got to put that ball back up. Got to man. put that one back up. And you know, we don't want to get we don't want to get into some uh, uh, conspiracy stuff, but. Uh, the Supreme Court just passed this ruling that states can start sports gambling. Can you imagine what would have happened? Can you imagine what an uproar people would be in if that had happened and everybody in America had money on this game like they're trying to make a scene where we can start going to our local hardware store and buy a, a, a parlay ticket for a football game or a basketball game or a championship game. And they will have bets like who will make the last shot of a basketball game. Yeah. So, you know, this kind of, you're right, man. We, the country would have been in an uproar if people had probably about a trillion dollars on this game at one time, you know? And, 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 and if, and if people had taken Cleveland and the points, and I think Cleveland, what about a 10 point underdog? I mean, Come on. <laughs> Come on. You know, and, and, and really, it's not just J.R. Smith, and he's playing bad, but George Hill and Kyle Corver, you know, these guys are just, they, I'm not going to say they're getting paid, but, you know, George Hill has struggled, 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 and Kyle Corver has too. Yeah. And, and, and let's don't even think about it. Shooters. Shooters. These are guys that are shooters. Shooters, 
shooters. And, you know, we don't expect Jeff Green to be that much of a shooter. He's a shooter, but not like uh, J.R. Smith, George Hill, and Kyle Korver. He's more of a banger, and but he's been a better shooter than um, than in either one of those guards. And yeah. I'm wondering, what's up with Rodney Hood? Is he injured, or are they just not giving him a shot in the playoffs? Unreal. Unreal. Well, we'll we'll see what they do when they get back to Cleveland. And uh, But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to call in uh, and make a comment there. And uh, uh, always glad to get a chance to call into your show when I can. Hey, Ray, I appreciate it, man. Don't be a stranger. We love it when you call. All right, sir. Hey, thank you. Appreciate it. God bless you, brother. Hey, we got Reggie on the line. Reggie, what's happening? Hey, now, what's going on, girl? How you doing, man? I had a good Memorial Day weekend. I missed the show last week because um, it wasn't no show, but we had a little break in between, so everything. How about yourself? Hey, man, I'm doing good, man. I'm loving this life I got every second of it. You know what I'm saying? You know, it was a big sports weekend, though. Um, uh, did you see that, that IndyCar in the race? It, uh, not the IndyCar, but the pace car. In the Detroit Indy race, no, uh, no, I did. The pace car no. had an accident, man. No. Hit the wall. Bill, what's up, man? A I brand ain't got new Corvette. Yet, a, bring... a, a brand new Corvette yet. worth over a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, Yo. and then luckily, well, I'm not gonna say luckily, but it was an executive for 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 Chevrolet uh-huh. who wrecked the car. So I'm sure he didn't. He, you know. He didn't get as much get in as much trouble. Say if it yeah. had been maybe um, I don't know uh, a supervisor for Chevrolet who who wrecked yeah. that car. Yeah, but Reggie, what you think going on in this playoffs, man? Is that, I, I'm I'm hearing some man, thoughts and hearing well, some stories well, about conspiracy theory. What's going on? Well, we'll we'll, we'll find out when, we, when when they get back to Cleveland on Wednesday night, or uh, whether or not we're gonna have a, a series or not. Because um, uh, that surrounding cast, man, I tell you, it's it's just I don't know. That first game, I really believe it's the find out of uh, out of Cleveland. So yeah, so I think I Cleveland know, had a chance to take that one, Rich. Yeah. And 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 I really you I, I would agree with you know um, someone said the playoffs don't start until someone loses at home so mm-hmm. Cleveland goes back to Cleveland um, J R Smith has to play better at home he just can't continue to play like this on the road you know he has to play right. better right yeah. right right absolutely I agree with you man all J R man he can't buy a shot man he's playing too many minutes and. If you ask me, I think I would. If I was a coach, I'd try somebody else, man. Because it's just game after game where he's not, he's not, um, he's not coming through. He's not doing what they expected him to do. And you got guys on the bench that probably waiting for that opportunity. I mean, you can't do any worse. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know, uh, Reggie. When they put Jordan Clarkson in the game, he he he's worse. It's hard to imagine someone playing worse than J.R. Smith. But Jordan Clarkson, he he plays he plays really bad, man, when he gets in the game. And I just don't understand. I see that uh, Rodney Hood did get uh, he did get four minutes in the last game, got two points. 
But mm-hmm. Jordan Clarkson got eight minutes, two points. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle mm-hmm. Corver, 17 minutes, one uh-huh. point. Larry Nance, mm-hmm. 12 minutes, two points. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, mm-hmm. it, what, what, what's going on? The, these right, role right. players are just, I mean, they, you almost need to just roll them, roll them, roll them in the garbage, man. Exactly, yeah. man. It's, 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 it's sad to, to, to me, to be honest. It's sad because they still had, had game one, which is, you know, it's, it's irrelevant now. But I, I think game one kind of broke the spirits for game two. I, I would agree with you. I would agree with you. And, you know, when we start thinking about this, the big picture of what's going on with the Cleveland Cavaliers and the organization, I know in, in LeBron James, in the back of his mind, he he, he got to be saying, man, if I had the Milwaukee Bucks around me right now, we could win. You know what I mean? He, he got to be saying, doggone it, if, if, if he had um, – if if he had pretty much anybody in the NBA, he he, he right. would have a, a winning organization. If, if he had the Phoenix Suns around him, which is one of the worst teams in the NBA, mm-hmm. I think he would be doing as well or better than he's doing with uh, with the team he has around him. It's yeah. it's it's a wonder this team is in the finals, Reggie. Yeah, yeah, it is, man. It is, it is. It, it, I really, it really is. I, I'm really surprised, but because of LeBron, they, they're there, you know. They're, they're there, but now it's like the, the biggest game of, of uh, I mean, biggest series of, of all the series. Uh, <clears throat> it's, I don't know what to say because it's really shocking to see that these guys are not playing. And it's like, I mean, I, you can only carry <laughs> you can only carry a team on your back for, He's carrying his team around the whole park, man. And, and really, yeah. man, just think if he was with uh, – take any player off the Portland Trailblazers, their best player, you know, um, Damian Lillard. Put LeBron yeah. on that team, and they are better than the team he's playing with in the NBA Finals right now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, absolutely. and, and you could say the same thing about um, – take Carl Anthony, Anthony Towns off the Minnesota Timberwolves. Put LeBron right. James on that team. And mm-hmm. which is one yep, not yep, one of the better back. teams in the league, my middle of the middle of the field teams in the league. That mm-hmm. team would be better than the team mm-hmm. LeBron is playing with right now, and it makes right you wonder: now. is there a conspiracy theory? Because you know, how is this Cleveland team in the, in the finals playing this bad? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So you know? uh, man, it's like I say though, down there, it all boils down. To whether or not we'll know if we're gonna have a series because uh, game three to me is just important as game one was because see like like game one 
was where they had an opportunity to win, right? And it took the fight out of them for game two. Now, here's the thing. If they lose game three, it's going to take the fight out of them for game four because they won't have a win whatsoever. And the only thing will be going through their minds is, man, we just might as well get this over with. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you, you right know, now, Reggie. Check this out. If if Golden State wins game three in Cleveland, it's going to be real hard for Cleveland to beat, go, to, to not lose. Boy, it's going to be real hard for Cleveland to lose to Golden State in game four. And the reason right. being is because Golden State don't want to win in Cleveland. They want to win on their home court, so right. it, it, it it'll be it now. If 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 Golden State wins on on Wednesday, I'm telling you, and then they turn around and and um and and literally just blow them out on the the following game. Mm. I'm not so sure. I'm not so yeah. sure. Yeah, cause I, I I just can't see even if they were if they were to lose if Cleveland was to lose Game Three, there's nowhere in, in in the world they will come back and beat Golden State four games in a row. Oh no, no way possible. Oh no, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> even that's if, not gonna happen. Even if they were to lose, Cleveland was to lose on Wednesday night, that would be three games to nothing. Golden State. There's no way, uh, no way possible. They say once um, the uh, um, once there's a two game lead in the finals, there's an eighty percent chance, chance that the that, team that that, that, that team is going to win the championship. Win and the, the last time yep. a team came back from a two zero lead was LeBron James. LeBron, LeBron. Yeah. So, right. uh, if anybody can do it, it would be King James. But, you know? and, <laughs> you and, and, and I'm serious it makes you think man you got to realize you got some veterans you got some veterans on on uh, Golden State Boston didn't have any veterans not no true true veterans like Draymond Green uh, Steph Curry Clay Thompson guys that have won it before now don't forget that they were down 3-1 but this was a different Cleveland team that beat Golden State in the championship two, two oh, years yeah. ago oh yeah Definitely, definitely. Yeah, so, uh, Reg, so, so before we let you get out of here, we got to get out of here. Hey, now check this out. How would LeBron do with the with the Spurs next year? How would he do with seventy <laughs> sixes hey, next year? How would he do me, with the Pelicans next year? To me, right year? now, the quality of player that LeBron still is after fifteen years in the NBA. I don't care what team he goes on. He's going to upgrade that team uh, 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 500% or better. He, I mean, I mean. He, no matter where he goes, he, he always upgrades the yeah. team wherever he's I, playing. You're right. And I can see him going to the Clippers and playing with Doc Rivers. Hey, Reggie, we're going to let you get out of here, man. We got to take a quick, uh, commercial break, man. But, hey, don't be a stranger, man. We love it when you call. We appreciate it, brother. All right. Talk to you later, Dad. Always. Peace. Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about what's a little bit going on in Alabama at that quarterback position and talk a little NFL. And we're going to go back to the NBA before we get out of here for the day. We'll be right back after these messages. 
alternate flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, um, two weeks ago, um, New England Patriots had a, a voluntary... Uh, minicamp, and Rob Gronkowski and Tom Brady didn't show up. And, you know, that's like big news because Tom Brady is, you know, he's the king of workout. He's the king of practice. He loves to practice. He never misses a mandatory or a volunteer workout. He's there for all of the workouts. But this was a big news, especially after Danny Amendola came out after being let go from the Patriots and signing with the um, with the Miami Dolphins and said that he wanted a he basically he said he wanted a little more freedom. You know, he was tired of being under the rule of Bill Belichick, basically, is what he was saying. And uh, now this year, the two top dogs for the New England Patriots were no shows for the volunteer workouts. Well, now comes out, the mandatory workouts are available. And both Gronkowski and Brady show up ahead for the mandatory minicamps. Now, eh, maybe they were just trying to make a statement or maybe Gronkowski and Brady were just trying to, you know, say 
hey, what what Amadola was saying, it's a little truth to that. And we're making a statement. They didn't take a knee, but they're making a statement. Now they've made their statement. They're both in minicamp. I guess this this is behind the Patriots. And because because it's the Patriots, it's big news. But will it be big news? I'm sure this is the last we're going to hear of this. And um, and actually, it's it's no news now. It's not even big news. Anymore. It's not even big news. It's no news. Uh, so hey, we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens. Um, we'll see. We'll actually see if this is a carryover for the New England Patriots into their season this year because this is you know these little things. Sometimes all it takes is something something little to spark and make something big. Now, um, will this? You never know. You just never know. You know, uh, <laughs> uh, the Philadelphia Eagles said their White House visit is off. Said they ain't coming to the White House. All right. I I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Maybe I don't know whether it's the president or maybe they said I don't know. Maybe they said they weren't gonna have shrimp. I don't know. But they said it's off. Philadelphia Eagles will not be going to the White House. Wow. That that is a story in itself. And um how how is that gonna work out? You know, are are we gonna or we're going to start finding out that uh, some sports will go to the White House, some sports won't, uh, basketball players won't go, hockey players will, soccer players will go, football players won't, uh, some baseball players will, some baseball players won't go. How, 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 and, and really, it, it lets you know, it lets us see how divided, how divided our country is right now when it comes to sports. Yep. And right now, the, um, you know, the early, early, the White House are saying they canceled the visit. Now, I'm not sure about that, and we'll probably find out a little bit more about that. Um, you know, and they're, they're saying some, it's, an, it's another story out there saying that only 10 players confirmed to go to the White House. Wow. I don't know how well that is. I don't know how well that's going to be with with our country. I mean, really, you know, this this is just not a good fit. It's not a good fit. And it's actually kind of scary to think that it's kind of scary to think that I live in a more prejudiced world now than I did when I was in high school. That is really scary. That is that is really 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 scary. I mean, wow, that's scary. Wow. So I, that, I don't, you know, hey, back to football. You know, um, Johnny Manziel made his debut in a uh, in a preseason um, CFL football game. And you know, and I and trust me, I don't think it's anybody. I don't think it's been anybody in football more critical of Johnny Manziel than me. You know, I didn't think that he should have been drafted by the Cleveland Browns as high as he as, as high as he was. 
I thought he was, um, I think he's a spoiled kid, not kid. He's a spoiled young man. Uh, I think he would, I think he got the Heisman trophy and probably was some, I'm not going to say him someone out there better than him, but he, he had a lot of hype behind his name, Johnny Manziel. So now, you know, Johnny Manziel is, um, in the CFL. He went, um, um, nine of 12 passes for 80 yards. And he had, uh, I think it was two rushes for 10 yards. Hey, that's pretty good numbers for Johnny Manziel, you know, and, um, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy that, uh, that Johnny Manziel is, is, um, is making his debut in the CFL. And, uh, and, and, and if he can, um, if he can hang on with the CFL, CFL and do well here for a couple of years and maybe get, get his feet back under him, who knows? You know, Warren Moon came from the CFL, CFL and was one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of the game. So, you know, uh, I'm not saying Johnny Manziel will ever be compared to Warren Moon, but if Warren Moon could do it, um, Johnny Manziel can do it. And, and Johnny is playing for the... Um, Hamilton Tiger Cats and um hey uh, we wish you well Johnny you know you you got the name for the game Johnny Manziel you know so I, I, I I'm I'm pulling for Johnny Manziel I, I I'm, I'm wishing him well I hope I hope he does well uh, with the Hamilton Tiger Cats I I really do um, he has a shot you know really he 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 really has a shot and. Um, and who knows? You might see him in the NFL before you know it. You know? Yeah. You might see him in the NFL before you know it. You know? But, um, you know, um, before we get out of here, you know, there's a, there's a story about Serena Williams that she will not be playing um, Maria Sharapova. And Serena Williams has um, has an injury that she's reporting right now, and through that, it, while she's dealing with that injury, a lot of times when people have layoffs for a long time, this is her first tournament back, the French Open. Uh, sometimes you know, lingering injuries, uh, or sometimes we just we, we think we're working out, we think we're ready to go, and it's just just not the right, just doesn't work at that time. So. I think they say she's having a um, a problem with her wrist, or her um, it's a, it's an arm injury that she's dealing with, and it's going to um, and it's going to keep her out of um, out of the French Open. She will not be playing, and well, she had to she had to withdraw from the French Open. You know, and a story that um, that I have um, tried to. I've listened to it, tried to figure it out. Philadelphia 76ers and their uh, and their GM uh, Brian um, Colangelo. You know, Brian Colangelo reported that he actually created a a um, an account on the internet where he was being critical of his players. Um, so. And, you know, one of the players he was not critical of 
is uh, Ben Simmons. You know, I didn't say anything bad about Ben Simmons, but he did say um, some things about Joel Embiid. Um, Joel Embiid is actually kind of um, uh, pushed it to the side and said it was no big deal. And um, Colangelo is still not really coming forward. It, there was a story out that he said it was his wife. His wife opened the account or one of his friends. That was not him. So he still has his job. No one's fired him yet. And we're still waiting to see what's going to happen with that. And I think this might be one of those stories that loses its fizzle real quick. And the next thing you know, it's not a story at all. So that's where I think that's going. Nowhere fast, really. I don't think I don't think this is going to go anywhere anytime soon. You know, um, the Steelers are saying they're not going to swallow their pride, and they're seeking set and, and um, Le'Veon Bell is seeking seventeen million dollars a year. You know, seventeen million dollars a year, and. <laughs> And for what he's done, and and I guess, you know, here's a young man. Here's a young man that's franchise tagged to make $14.5 million this season. He wants $17 million. Now, um, I don't see where, <clears throat> I don't see where, I don't see where the Steelers can't pay him the $17 million. And he's, and, and, and um, Le'Veon Bell is looking, you know, you talk about a, a all-pro Running back seeking seventeen million a year. He's twenty six years old, you know. And come on, that <laughs> last season he almost went for two thousand yards. You know, you're talking about. I think he was fifty one yard, fifty one yards short of two thousand yards, one thousand nine hundred forty six yards. That's a lot. You know, eleven touchdowns. You know. Come on, it's time for this young man to get paid. Um, and you know they're not going to give him what they would give quarterbacks, which would be uh, 10 years, $170 million. No, they're not going to give him no 10 years, $170 million. No, they're not. They're not going to give him, they, they're not going to give him five years five years, $85 million. And that that would be something comparable by what he's looking for or what he should get. But they're not going to give him that. And um, I know he deserves it. I'm sure that's what he wants or something around that. But uh, Le'Veon Bell, I hate to tell you, bro, and I don't want you to take the money. And I don't. I really don't want to see you hold out for this at any point. But if you do have to hold out in preseason or – not in preseason. This is a time to hold out in the mini camps, you know, or um, off-season camps. I know he didn't show up for the off-season camp because he's not signed. And any agent would tell him, don't show up until you are signed. And maybe he doesn't want to sign that franchise tag. I think he's already signed. They had the franchise tag twice. So I don't blame him for not wanting a franchise tag. And I definitely don't blame him for, um, I, well, don't blame him if, if he feels like it's time for him to maybe even sit out to um, to get himself together, you know. But um, 
Hey, San Francisco 49 is great. Dwight Clark dies at age 61. And what we remember Dwight Clark about most of all is in the 1982 Super Bowl, San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys, Dwight Clark went up real, real high over everybody and caught that pass in the the end zone, in the corner of the end zone from Joe Montana. Man, treat every day like it's your last day and love everybody like you want to be loved. And let's hope that we want to be loved with mighty love. Hey, guys, we'll be back next week with more Sports Info on TheVoiceAmerica.com. Peace and love, everybody. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on The Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. 